Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, a WWE Hall of Famer returns on Raw. Another WWE wrestler brings back an old gimmick on Raw. Triple H missed last night's Raw. We'll tell you why. And on top of all of that, AEW are working on something new TV-wise. Very exciting. I'm Andy Murray. I'm Michael Hamlet. And this is the news. Wilborn's not here this week, no. and I don't have his flair for the, <laughs> for the dramatic, so you're going to have to put up with this bollocks. I'm really sorry. Um, but we're going to kick things off by talking a bit about Raw. Uh, typically eventful show. We've mm. become accustomed to these newsworthy episodes under Papa Itch. Uh, as he is known canonically in the world culture office. I missed him this week. Yeah, no sign of him this week. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, All the best, Triple H. But, yeah, uh, so JBL's back. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was actually reported before the show. Uh, I think Fightful Select dropped the scoop um, just before. Dropping the scoop. Dropping and scooping. (laughs) Just before the show hit the airwaves. Uh, And then it actually happened. So JBL came out. Uh, reintroduced Baron Corbin, mm. who's his new managerial client. And there was some talk of this going going around over the weekend and stuff, but it materialized last night. Um, you reintroduced him kind of like as a new era wrestling god. Yeah. So he's clearly calling back to JBL's, well, I mean, I guess current persona, but the one he adopted, yeah. you know, way, way back in the day. Um, Corbin's his new manager. This is a consequence of Rey Mysterio moving from Raw to SmackDown. Corbin has moved the opposite way. Interesting trait. (laughs) You could decide who won that one, Brad-wise. But then there was a match between uh, Baron Corbin and Dolph Ziggler to kind of introduce this new act in the ring, uh, which Baron Corbin won. He's no longer happy. He's Baron once more, uh, but he's still kind of got the casino aesthetic on the Tron and the music and stuff. So, hey, there you go. That's the pairing. I guess they're both rich. Mm-hmm. Do you reckon that's that's what's going on? I reckon that's what's going on, yeah. but it remains to be seen if that's going to be enough. Um, yeah, the Baron Corbin name was on the screen, but the money was still there, and it yeah. was you know the big casino noise and all that. It makes sense, I think, canonically, with what we know about JBL as to why he would love a Baron Corbin, and especially. And I thought it was really funny in the promo, by the way, that he was particularly pitching this as the greatest trade of all time, based on how he still hates Rey Mysterio for retiring. <laughs> yeah. Like the resentment felt real and true and in character, so that was a lot of fun. That level of pettiness. Yeah. Him coming back as a smiling baby face and immediately turning on the Oklahoma crowd doing football stuff was a nice way to immediately establish... Like That's ultimately to help Corbin, isn't it? It's yeah. like, well, if he's the heel, so is Corbin and all that. Uh, 
But I don't know. The jury's out on everything else. Like, is JBL around for the long haul? Is this just a launch for now? And then yeah. he'll disappear back off once this new, but not that new, Corbin is back. You know, I don't know. Like, it wasn't the hottest debut, but like I've seen worse ideas. So if like Corbin needed something refreshing, this is as good a try as anything. Yeah, for sure. I, I one of the questions I've seen kind of floating around is does does Baron Corbin need JBL? Because yeah. mm -hmm. Corbin's really good at making you want to see him get his ass kicked, which yeah. is ultimately what a heel is supposed to do. So hey, we'll see. But um, it's one of those things where at the moment um, you can see what they're going for yep, at the very least. Yeah. And uh, you can always say that about some of Vince McMahon's creators. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> um, right. Speaking of like gimmicks and things, uh, Elias, mm. he's back. Uh, Ezekiel's dead, uh, and Elias is back. Uh, so, we knew this was coming. Um, I think there was a report a few weeks ago that was like, yeah, he's grown his beard back. Yeah. Uh, he'll be back when, his, when he has a beard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of love that. Rather than that fake one they gave him when they <laughs> yeah, had to do the yeah. twin gimmick that week. It was like, where the hell did that, that come from? You grew that in a weekend. Very <laughs> impressive follicles, my friend. Um, but he was in the ring, he was doing his bit. We only got the boom, hello, my name is Elias, mm. all of that. Uh, he uh, explains that his uh, younger brother's career had come to an end. He's massive. He looks huge. Yeah. Every time this guy goes away, he comes back even bigger. He, like, oh, he looks amazing. Adds he? a yeah. muscle. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, and then he had a weird segment with Matt Riddle. <laughs> the, the plate yeah. Uh, there was some singing. There was some drumming. There was some weed jokes. It's like, do you want to don't my bong? I don't know what you're referring to because people have always shot on bongos as bong. They, like, they, yeah, do you want to hit on my bong they, is how you say do you want to play the bongos. I didn't spot it. If you read into that, then that's on you. We're literally, I, I know not of that world. We're a uh, devil's lettuce away from this being premium dad content, aren't we? Benson and Hendrix are on the back of the bike. <laughs> the not cigarettes. The doobie brothers. <laughs> anyway, these guys are all now uh, in the US title scene. Yeah. Um, how are you feeling about Elias being back? Not great. Um, it was oddly right. Oh, we're such grumps. <laughs> well, oddly right. The reaction was, I think, more mixed than they expected when people when he said walk with Elias because Ezekiel had sort of gotten over. Yeah. I think he was one of. I wouldn't go as far as to say he was just like rampaging success story, but he was one of the last things of the like the era before Vince McMahon resigned in disgrace. One of the few things that people earnestly enjoyed about Monday Night Raw, and. Uh, He's gone now because Triple H just preferred this drifter gimmick that he kicked off in NXT years and years and years ago. Worse was that he was a situational babyface of the night, friends with Riddle, and everything goes horribly wrong in the match. The two of them collide into one another. Rollins gets the win as a result of them being idiots and then stomps Elias into the dirt. So you would assume a heel turn is coming and his first feud's going to be with Riddle. And it doesn't feel like that's ideally where you want Riddle to be based on the momentum he's been riding since yeah. the Rollins feud as well. I understand you want a big comeback feud for Elias and Riddle's as good as anyone, but... I don't know, like it's second time in a row, jury feels a bit more out on this in yeah. terms of a comeback and a new idea and uh, previously the buzz of the Triple H returns has been quite high, I sense it's been tempered a little bit with both of these this week. Yeah, very interesting, I think Elias at one point was mental over mm. uh, on the mid card, uh, he got himself over a couple of times yeah. really, um, transitioning into two babyface runs after just people popping for his heel act yeah. basically, so hey, give him that chance again, absolutely, um, the Ezekiel stuff, it was one of those things wasn't it, where it, it started off and you were like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen, and then Kevin <laughs> Owens was involved in it, and you are like, oh yeah. suddenly it's good, well, what, what is the common thread there, um, <laughs> yeah, what could possibly, have you added to that equation? to make it good Kevin Owens um, <laughs> but no you're absolutely right I'm being facetious there uh, it was over to a degree yeah. uh, but it looks like it's something that Papa H has come in and gone is that a thing you guys do by the way or have I just, uh, just 
It's very, it's, it's, okay. it's inside like, baseball kind of. No, no, no. It's, it's up, uh, in my opinion, it's a spiritual sequel to TK and Longbone Tone. Okay. It's like every, <laughs> everybody deifying their favorite book. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so there we go. Um, so I, yeah, it's, it's clearly something that Triple H has come in and gone, hell no. Yeah. And uh, reverted to type. We'll give it a chance. Remember the Samson family photo around the hospital bed? That was good, that Pat. Was, like, was there was like six of them or something. Funny stuff, yeah. isn't it? Funny, funny. I want funny. Eli's granddad next week. Funny, funny, mid-card, mid-card. Riddle, like, getting stoned on medicinal marijuana with Elias' granddad. And it's just Elias, but they've given him a grey beard instead of, like... I will say, I missed the era where we were fantasy booking different members of the family that could turn up. Yeah. Elrod, this Elron. Is what, this is what they've taken away. Elron, Elias, Hubbard. Yeah. All those guys. Elon. Eric. Ebenezer at Christmas. <laughs> and you know what? All those people should do, all those members of the Samsung household, clan, whatever, subscribe to the channel, just yes. like you. <laughs> That's just it's all good for the numbers. The more of them there is. Number me, daddy. Uh, right, Triple H, he wasn't at Raw. Why? Because no. he's tested positive for COVID. Uh, it's like a news story from 2020, this, yeah. but a reminder, unfortunately, that this thing is still out there. Um, PW Insider's Mike Johnson reported as much before the show, noting that WWE's head of creative is feeling well and in good spirits, but he's not going to be back at work until he's passed WWE's protocol. Um, there's currently no word on when that'll be. Could be Friday, could be Monday, could be even longer. You know what COVID's like. He's got a test negative and then he will return. Um, he was in contact with WWE producers and writers ahead of last night's Raw. Uh, he felt good about the show, coming out of the meeting and all of that stuff. But yeah, he wasn't there. Uh, it's the first show he's missed since becoming head of creative. And obviously we wish him all the best in his recovery. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you say, COVID's still out there, get well soon. Especially for somebody like Triple H, we know he's obviously had other recent health concerns and you don't want those three things to overlap and make it worse. Take all the time you need. Don't be discouraged by a lousy episode of Raw to think you have to rush back to work. Like, you can't leave Road Dog the keys and you can't mess it up that bad and then you'll be back. So, yeah, yeah. take the right time. Well, I watched SmackDown in 2017 and I'm not sure about <laughs> that Road Dog comment. But anyway, um, AEW and Warner Bros. Discovery are working on a documentary. Mm. Interesting stuff here coming from Fightful Selective. We, of course, had the report last week where it was like there's going to be some non-wrestling programming, well, non-in-ring programming, yeah. centred around AEW. So no word on whether or not this is part of that, but it's a Fightful report here um, noting that AEW personnel were told about this project last week. Um, the documentary is going to focus on the backstage kind of aspect of a group of AEW talents and there's no word on who exactly is going to be involved in that presumably not the, uh, everyone who's suspended right. um, but Fightful notes that the people involved were given the option not to be involved so it's going to be a six week program uh, six week filming process it begins when they head to Baltimore Maryland uh, great hardcore scene in Baltimore shout out to End It and Trapped Under Ice and all those <laughs> great bands uh, that no one cares about apart from me um, but yes uh, six weeks Week starting in Baltimore, uh, concluding in Garland, Texas, on the 14th of December. Um, now, as far as personnel goes, AEW founder and CEO Tony Khan is going to be an executive producer on this project. So too is uh, what's this guy's name? Sam Burns of Shed Media. Uh, it's going to air sometime in 2023, is the expectation. So hey, there we go. Um, no idea really what to expect from this because mm. AEW's not really done one of these. No. Um, but I've always enjoyed behind-the-scenes documentaries. You know, the, sometimes with the WWE ones, you have to take them with a pinch of Stanford. Yeah. Because uh, they do like to frame history in a certain way uh, that is 
usually wrong. Um, but like things like Breaking Ground were sensational. Uh -huh. So hopefully it's more Breaking Ground and less the Ruthless Aggression era documentary series. Yeah, if as a Sunderland fan, if there's one thing I know about behind the scenes documentaries, it's that nothing can go wrong when the cameras <laughs> are filming behind the scenes. So I'm sure this will go absolutely fine. The timing of this is very weird, isn't it? It's of course a good deal for AEW, and let's just pretend for a second we're in the timeline where the company is uh, thriving outwardly and inwardly all seems harmonious and cordial and all that sort of stuff. This feels like the next logical step for the company to make. It opens potentially the door to viewers that might not watch the product but might be drawn in. You remember the um, the conversations about the uh, the fans that were coming into WWE through something like Total Divas once upon a time. So, um, and Cody and Brandy had a, a bash it with Rhodes to the top. They had like, was it two or three episodes? of Soft launch of the idea at, yes. least at one point. So this was obviously always something they wanted to do because the model is there that suggests it works in record. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help? a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. I just find the timing so interesting. Yeah. We, without a documentary maker, are already learning so much about what we think, like what our perception of backstage at AEW looks like right now. Yeah. So it's quite interesting to imagine watching a TV show that will, I'm sure, frame it completely differently. Yes. And we love it here. Everything's so cool. Don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. Don't talk about that. But this is pretty cool. Like, I just, the timing of it is just very interesting. But it might help the show. I think yeah. it will draw our eyes because people... It's a bit like you say with um, with the other WWE ones. You're not always looking at what's right in front of you. you can't, I'm, I find myself fascinated with the things in the background. Remember you would also like print out saying Vince's office, no smoking, things like that. It's stuff you just kind of see. Otherwise. Tony's office, no... I, I don't know. What does what does he not like? Burgers. <laughs> is, he, is he a vegetarian? I don't know. I've just made know. that up. I'd have to take a guess at things he does like. But um, I just the, the idea of the, the AEW 
like that kind of vibe that we've never seen from them that we're now quite used to with yeah. WWE as well. White Castle, he likes White Castle. Remember he does that like White Joey Castle. Janela story? He does like White Castle. Yeah. Just like a stack of White Castle boxes. White Castle and White Claw, was it? And they're Oh parties. yeah, white yeah. That was a really funny That's thing. a throwback, isn't it? Big bicep tone and all yeah. that. Flex I miss Joey Janela, Flex man. McCurry. I mean I know he's out there I'd like I've been watching him in DDT, but I miss him at mainstream. Right? <laughs> Joey Janela's. Maybe he'll get back in in time for this documentary. Yeah. Maybe we'll have the bad boy as one of the like the regular talking heads. Why not? It's a good thing. I think it's nice to get to look at all this sort of stuff. But it'll just be interesting to see what the state of the backstage is by the time the cameras actually arrive. Absolutely. And uh we'll probably cover it yeah. in some shape or form. So if you want to know if it's great or if it's bad bollocks uh, <laughs> or if it's somewhere in between come see us we'll let you know next year yeah when it, when it airs uh right twitter questions for the day thank you so much to everyone who sent these in we did twitter today you know what i might do something a little bit different for tomorrow's twitter questions i might just ask these questions in our youtube community mm. section uh we'll see if i remember to do that but uh first one today comes from rico reds who asks and this is a hell of a question Strictly speaking, in the ring, is it safe to say that Roman Reigns already has a better WWE career than The Rock? Microphone. Oh, that's a big one. Uh, you, you answer this, because I've got to go and do something. Strictly speaking, as a qualifier, right? That in-ring means the quality of the work, or... Like, see, he's wrestled probably more than The Rock at this point, so... I'm wondering if Andy Murray's left me on here because he knows this is an answer in which I'm going to die on the YouTube comments for it. I'm going to say no, but only just for now. Um, I think The Rock was actually quite underrated as a professional wrestler. Uh, and if nothing else, everything he did ultimately counted towards the next thing he did. And the next thing he did was exponentially bigger than the last, taking us to the point we are today, where he's one of the richest guys in the world, having to earnestly answer, no, I will not run for president. You kind of, I know that sounds like I've kind of like extrapolated one thing there, but you kind of discount all of the in-ring that got him from A to B to C to D to, D to E. Roman Reigns is simply not there yet. But Roman Reigns is excellent, and it's worth noting that he kind of always was. Yeah. Like, it's not just this last Styles couple of years. Styles matches, that yep. Cena like, matches. That there is a lot to like from the entire legacy. Uh, taste level, I think, I think just The Rock. What about you? Yeah, I'm with you. Um... I think that if you were to sit down and list number of four star plus or whatever metric you want yeah. to use to determine the quality of a match, you'd probably have more in the Reigns column than the Rock column, but I think there's a little bit more to that, even from a raw in-ring standpoint. I agree with everything you just said. I've just been in a different room for 10 seconds, but the soundproofing in this building is something <laughs> else. Um, so I heard every point made there, and I agree wholeheartedly. Um, yeah, I mean, it depends what, what kind of metric you want to use. Like I say, if you just sit down and list what you perceive to be great matches, like in a vacuum, you, you're probably going to end up with Reigns, because yeah. he's had a longer career, uh, and he's had you know a great opportunity to do that. But yeah, from an in-ring perspective, I... I have loved a lot of Roman Reigns matches, but the peak rock stuff, I, I don't know if he's ever captivated me in a similar way to, say, the Hogan match yeah. at Mania uh, 18, which is one of my favorite matches of all time. And you know how loath I am to praise a Hulk Hogan match, mm -hmm. but it's just that good. The Rock um, could go, uh, couldn't he? A lot of people have go. forgotten that, but he could yeah, go. Absolutely. I am a match with uh, Triple H is better than Sean versus Brett IMO. Or come at him in the comments section. Uh, I agree. <laughs> uh, right, our next question comes from Jerome Lim, who asks, should Bray Wyatt be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns? I'll put this Ooh. in here because Bray's in the kind of zeitgeist at the moment. Yeah. Everyone saw the promo on Friday, everyone's buzzing after the return, all of that stuff. Uh, and obviously, like, you say this a lot, people don't just like Bray Wyatt, people love Bray Wyatt. Like, yeah. you're never on the fence about this bloke. Uh, and I think if you're in, you're all the way in. So I think it'd be very easy for people to make the argument that maybe he should. Um, but how are you feeling about this? Do you know, it's not an instant no to that question, which is possibly the biggest compliment I could pay the Bray Wyatt return, in truth. Mm. I say that as 
as somebody that would, if you're going to have this happen, would have to assume that the Roman Reigns title reign is going to run on past this coming WrestleMania. Yeah. And a lot of people have fantasy booked a Cody Rhodes, a Sami Zayn, a The Rock, possibly, as the person that would be fighting Roman Reigns at this WrestleMania. So it would work on the assumption that you've got a good year, yeah. more, of Bray Wyatt. But there is a bit of LTST, isn't there? Roman pretty much destroyed The Fiend and Bray Wyatt in mm-hmm. taking the title back. And those Bray Wyatt super fans, the Fiend super fans, whatever, would probably be able to quite easily attach their sadness of 2020 to something brand new in, I don't know, 2023 or something. So, not right now, but if we still find ourselves in 12 months' time with Roman with the belt and no obvious contender in sight, I I wouldn't entirely rule it out. I personally don't think yet he's going to get past this WrestleMania, but it's a big moment. If he does then it's onto this entire new slate of opponents to pitch for it. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think, for me, I would still prefer Cody to Mm -hmm. take the belt, uh, preferably at WrestleMania. Guess a lot of it depends on what you want to do with the Bray character. If it's going to go kind of supernaturally, uh, well, that kind of character that he's played in that vein hasn't always meshed well with titles. So maybe he can do his own thing, stay away from that. But if you want to go down to, like, T-shirt Bray in the ring, cutting his promos, like, being really earnest and forming that connection... Uh, it's it's a good maybe a good route to go down because he's and, over as hell. And a new four grand belt with the uh, yep. funny phone face or whatever it is. That. Oh, okay, is it dark phone, black phone? I keep forgetting what it's called. I'm no good with me law. Bring back the fiend, man. Fiend. <laughs> uh, right, he never right. went away. He's still <laughs> vibing on the front row. <laughs> <laughs> <in his laughs> yeah, yeah. Love that guy. <laughs> Tremendous. Uh, right, our our final question today comes from oh my, <coughs> what happened there? The fiend. The fiend. <laughs> the fiend is in my voice. Uh, Don Traverso. Um, hello, King of the Mic and Heel with an Eel. Well, the King of the Mic is off today, but we do indeed have the Eel. That's why I left to pick him up. Get that out of my sight. You're a lot slower than him, so it's easier <laughs> to do that. Uh, he's like, and the Eel's a lot faster. It's like he's uh, so. It's like a reflex these days. He's so much quicker than me. The Eel has um, got what I would classify as Eel-like speed. Known for their speed. Of Eel's course. brother-like uh, speed. <laughs> Why? Uh, <laughs> speed is just another problem Eels don't need. In the river. Eels uh, have a need for speed. <laughs> do you think that Tony Khan should change dark and elevation, or just one, uh, into Ring of Honor shows to give the brand more exposure? Have a great day, guys. I'll put this in here because the Ring of Honor on AEW TV debate is another thing that's kind of really hot at the moment. A lot of people are discussing this. Um, maybe there's too much Ring of Honor. Maybe there's like, you know, the sheer volume of titles is taken away from some of yeah. AEW's ones. I agree with the core points of this debate. Um, but what do you think? Do you think that maybe flipping one of the YouTube shows is uh, is an option? Yeah, actually. It's pie in the sky. I don't think it's going to happen. But yes, um, I think if... Remember that period where the common consensus was Ring of Honor is just going to be a feeder system to AEW and there's nothing wrong in that. It can be a TV show but it can also be this. It can be a bit of a league system. Dark and Dark Elevation are that, are yeah. they not? Like, we know that they, they don't, you don't have to tune into Dark, but if you want to see somebody making their way through the ranks... On the come up. Yeah, that's what you do. As someone marketing NXT 2.0 might say. Indeed. Yeah. Brand it as such. Like, commit to something for Ring of Honor right now. Brand it as such, and then really... I think it forces then a rethink into exactly who you want to wedge in as an AEW wrestler on Rampage and Dynamite, and who you want to have as a... For example, right now, a Samoa Joe... Uh, would fit just fine on a dark mm-hmm. or a dark elevation if it was called Ring of Honor as its TV champion. If you do want him as part of your AEW rotation, you can have to take the belt off him and commit to that yeah. and put the belt on somebody else instead. I think if nothing else, not, I'm never advocating for a Raw or SmackDown type thing between Rampage and Dynamite, but the wrestling fan brain at large likes clearer lines of demarcation than what they're currently getting. It's not just about a roster bloat and a lack of creativity with these Ring of Honor titles and programs. I think people just like the lines to be nice and clean and the lack of clear division between the brands. It's hard to wrap your head around as a fan. Yeah. Like as fans that grow up typically on 
wars, wrestling wars, company initials and all these sort of things. It's hard having the two just forced together every week with no obvious end in sight. I think that's the hardest part of all of this. Mm. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a really difficult situation. Um, TV deal doesn't seem to be forthcoming. Not yet. Or anything like that. Uh, he's got a big choice to make with what he wants to do with Ring of Honor because I do think a lot of this stuff, while I enjoy a lot of it, don't get me wrong, is kind of cluttering things up mm. on Wednesdays and Fridays at the moment. And I don't know if there is sufficient appetite amongst wrestling fans for yet another big weekly show. So, yeah, big problem. Uh, well, problem is subjective. Uh, a situation that Tony yeah. Khan needs to address, for sure. And it'll be interesting to see. I like your solution, by the way. I'm all for making dark or elevation a little bit more meaningful. Yeah. Keeping the developmental aspect on at least one side. Uh, right, and finally today, this might have already been shown on the news, but I don't care because it's so good. So I'm going to do it again. I've been off. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> it's the eel at the football, lads. The eel's been to the football. Eel's, eel's been the match. The, the original eel, of course. Um, Shout the original eel. The original, the original. Uh, shout out to Joe, who I gave the original eel to in Cardiff. What a legend! Uh, I took him to the football on Friday. Shout out to Joe. That, that's we had people coming up to us at Cardiff that had met Joe. That was, I got a selfie with the eel. Like yeah. So they'd, they'd somehow seen Joe. I'm assuming like using the eel as a weapon, perhaps. Yeah. And I was like, I need to Whacking get, I need people. to get in on that. I need to... Of course, we got the eel's brother, the eel here. Who's never been to the football? Maybe, no. maybe one day. But yes, shouts to the eel. There he is, living his best life at the football. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on today's wrestling news video. I'll be back with someone tomorrow. I don't know who, but someone will be in. Uh, you're not here, so <laughs> no, I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do. Um, you can find us on Twitter at What Culture WWE. You can find Michael Hamflit on Twitter at Michael Hamflit, and you can follow me on Twitter at Andy H Murray. The H stands for Hey. It's good to be back. Uh, we'll see you soon. Uh, and questions for tomorrow's news video will be in the community section on YouTube if I remember. So look out for the thread in there. Goodbye. If I remember. Yes. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.